Hey everybody and welcome to the next episode of Bastock and Bachelor Bullshit Busters. I'm Simon Bachelor. I'm Adam Bastock. And this week we are going to be talking about why you want quick results from ads but you won't get them. So we both get asked a lot about whether we can just use some ads. So we'll spend ages explaining a marketing process or a marketing thing that we think is going to work really well for our customers and their response is simply, I need results quicker than that, can't we just use some ads? So we wanted to make a uh, quick explainer video here of just how we think that actually the best way to do this isn't just to jump at ads and throw some money at ads. So Adam, um, do you want to quickly explain to us, I guess, maybe some of the sort of thinking from the customer's point of view in terms of what they think ads are going to be getting them in terms of how they think those ads are going to get them some quick results? Yeah, so I think the kind of the, the base idea behind this is that you spend, say, a pound to acquire a customer, and then on every marketing, um, on that marketing spend, sorry, you'll get about five pounds back. That's kind of the broad metric that's thrown about in the industry, and therefore people see that and go, great, I can spend a thousand pounds this month, and I will get back five thousand pounds. That's a really quick fix for my marketing issues at the minute, and you know it's going to be really clean and and easy to do that. That's not necessarily incorrect but the thing is there's far more well there's, there's so many different factors that kind of go into that to the reason someone purchases it's not simply finding your your site the the finding mm. your website is is the first kind of step the first stage in it so yes um it can work but quite often it won't and i think a good example of this if you, is if you take two different business types you've got a business that's been running for six months and you've got a business that's been running for six years and that website has got six years worth of content reviews messaging um product photos etc versus the website that's got six months of reviews probably very few um and, and kind of content that's not really it's not that much content or kind of the message developed at all the conversion rate on those two is going to be very different mm. and therefore that the ads that are bringing people to the website to purchase are going to convert at very different rates as well because the trust and the belief and the 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 general package of that purchase is going to be entirely different yeah uh, does that answer your question I'm not it sure does I'm yes end up yeah shouting no 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 i think i think that, that is really good i mean ultimately let's face it google and facebook's main revenue comes from ads so yes. regardless of all the other stuff they've got going on oculus rift you know all their cryptocurrencies and all this nonsense. <laughs> Basically, Facebook made a lot of money because people pay to put ads into the Facebook and Instagram feed, and that's where they make their money. So it makes sense that they would spend, like any good business, they also have a marketing department, and that marketing department's job is to make a website all about how Facebook ads is going to get you more business. Google have done exactly the same thing. Google Ads website is also very, very good. You know, it's a huge website all about how amazing Google Ads are and how it's going to get you more customers. Now, what we're not saying here is that ads don't work because they most certainly do when they're used yeah. in the right context. And I would say, crucially, at the right time. So like you touched on there, Adam, if you have a customer who's never heard of you and you use an ad to buy them to get to your site, so you buy that click, then you essentially have to do a sell to that customer in under three seconds. Now, I don't know many businesses that can do that. 
So let's say, for example, I'm going to buy a new water bottle, for example. Let's say I've got in my mind I want a fancy pants water bottle and I'm going to spend 30 quid. That's my budget. I woke up this morning and that is the goal of my day. If I type, you know, um, double walled or glass water bottle into Google and I get a result and I get a result for £27, including shipping, bosh, I may make that purchase. And that impulse purchase, if I, if I know what I want to buy, I'm ready to buy, I've got, the, got my credit card in my hand, I've got my search term ready to go, <laughs> then ads are perfect. Because I don't yeah. want to get to know you, I don't want to know your business story. It's 30 quid, it's a water bottle, I just need it, I just want it now. And in that case, yes, ads can work for you. However, that's making several big assumptions. Number one is that you're actually selling good products. Number two yeah. is that your site looks reputable and it looks like you know what you're doing. Number three, all of my questions about the water bottle are answered on the page I get to. And number yeah. three, uh, number four, the, uh, the process for buying is really simple. So if I've got some nice images, I've got some happy faces of people drinking the water bottle, feeling amazing, you know, all of this business. Essentially, I've got my e-commerce stuff sorted, then ads are perfect because you're just buying customers into that funnel. The problem is, is if your product isn't a water bottle and it's more than 30 quid, that three second sale, that, you know, one minute consideration process that someone goes through isn't going to cut it. So for a lot of service businesses we deal with, their product can be anything between, you know, 2,000 and 50,000 pounds, depending yeah. on where they sit. Now you're not going to sell a 50,000 pound service with an ad because it's just Oops. not. People just don't go there and go, um, yeah, I just need it, 50 grand. It's just not uh. going to happen. So I think that is where you need to consider what the result is you're looking to get and are ads the right tool to use at that moment. So have you, I mean, obviously in the world of e-commerce that you're very familiar with, you obviously see ads working and generating really good ROI quite often. So... Let's let's assume now that we're not talking about the easy, you know, low-hanging fruit of e-commerce ROI ads use. Let's assume that we're now talking about slightly longer consideration or maybe higher ticket items, maybe in the 500,000, 2,000 pounds. So let's think about, is, is, is there anything you think that you should be doing to get customers without using ads? Is, is, is there anything you think you should be in place first? I think this, this, very quickly, just to jump back to that kind of the very simple product there with the water bottle example, even within that kind of example, this a good example of where the ads are going to kind of come in is that you might already have a brand in mind about that that you've heard from other channels. So mm. like Chili's, for example, are quite well known. They've got heaps of PR around them. They've got podcast sponsorships, etc. So if you see that ad for Chili's, you're automatically primed to click on that ad rather than the others, even yes. though another brand another product for another brand might be identical in the same price mm. and, and do the same thing. So that is a good example that then leads me on to the next point in terms of what to do outside of the ad, ad kind of paid ads world that will help get customers ready. And this is where really it's the kind of marketing infrastructure that I think is needed to kind of make sure that you're, you're building that trust up. So I think any kind of digital PR, getting your name out there, any content you can build that is kind of unique and really educates your customers and why you're the best. Um, or not even necessarily the best, but why you're trustworthy and, and 
you know, why they can trust you and mm. demonstrate that. So any, I think any kind of user generated content is, is always an overused term, but any, any photos that you can have of real people using your products and, and being delivered immediately sets you above competitors that mm. don't have that. And I think that's, uh, I'm not sure if I'm answering the question here, but I'm going to talk about it anyway, um, is that I think one of the kind of the key things to, to think about with ads in that simple product or even the kind of more expensive product is that you want to create as much barrier to entry to your competitors as possible. And if you're just building a business based on ads, you're not going to be able to do that. You need to be able to have, if you've got photos of real customers using it, you've got reviews of real mm. customers using it, and you've got kind of case studies and, and content that all take time to build. The reason why that works is because that time to build it is something that your competitors don't have, and therefore mm. they are relying only on ads to compete with. Yeah. Whereas you will have a year's worth of, of kind of infrastructure, for lack of a better word, there yeah. that will help you sell. Um, what was the question again? <laughs> I, I think I think ultimately you've you've kind of answered it in the sense Coding. that you need to have awareness of who you are and what yes. you do that other people don't do. And there's there's a couple of ways of doing that. You're either going to do that with social proof, which is the customers enjoying your product or service, testimonials, that kind of thing. Social proof is absolutely brilliant for um, getting you out there in a positive way. The other way you can do it is. Um, either through case studies through or your story is another good one. If you've got a compelling reason why you started selling water bottles or let's say for every water bottle you sell, you you know you provide a clean litre of water in somewhere that doesn't have good drinking water, for example, you've got a great story. You've got something that differentiates you from the other people out there. Again, though, exactly. you need to have that story out there before someone, someone isn't going to click on an ad watch a five minute video about how you help make clean drinking water and then buy your bottle. They may well have been to your website and watched that video on a previous visit, then seen an ad with a good price and thought, oh yeah, I was gonna buy one of those bottles, but my card was in the car or, you know, I, 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 you know my, the phone rang and I never got to the end of the checkout. There's lots of different things there, but essentially I guess just to sort of bring it back to the main question we started with was why people want fast results. Quite often, especially at the moment, there's a lot of people online talking about what they do. There's a lot of people who've shifted their business online and what and why people buy has changed. And a lot of businesses have found that their sales or their inquiries have dropped. Now, I don't necessarily believe that that's actually because people don't want to buy what you do. It's just that the way people buy is changing and the consideration process that people go through to make a purchase is, is, is altering. Now, some businesses who've spent the last couple of years making YouTube videos, writing blogs, working on their Instagram and their LinkedIn and their Facebook profiles, and they're, they've got a big audience, you know, they know what to do. The online transition for them has been very simple. They've simply just mm. upped what they're doing on those channels. Whereas people who have just started a business during lockdown, perhaps, or businesses that have had a Facebook page, but they have posted it once in 2019, all of a sudden they're like, why are all my leads gone? And the thing is, it's because your, your, your online presence isn't there. Now, the, 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 the thing is, is you want quick results. We get it. You want sales. But the problem is, is if you go to ads, all you're doing is you're buying clicks, you're buying traffic, you're buying eyeball glances. Now, yeah. if you're going to do any of ads, it would be awareness, business awareness. But 
throwing money at ads, as you've said, Adam, isn't, isn't going to get you necessarily conversion. It's going to get you traffic, which is great because awareness is the first stage in getting a customer to know, like, and trust you. So from the book Duct Tape Marketing, I don't know if any, any of the listeners have uh, read that, but it's a, it's a fantastic book. And essentially the TLDR of that book is you need customers to know, like, and trust you. So know is the first stage. And in know, you want strangers to get to know you. Then you need to get them to like you. So you need to get them to come back more than once and understand what it is about your business that they should care about. And mm-hmm. then they need to trust you. So are they going to buy the product? Are they just going to go straight from trust to, yes, be a customer? Or do they need something else? What is that missing piece of trust? So although there isn't the popular answer of why can't we just use ads, essentially it's the why can't we just use ads. It's because you can't go from no to trust in one click. It's not going to happen. You need to nurture that customer. You need to be out there doing all the stuff. Now, nobody likes that answer. I can visibly see people. This is the great thing about Zoom rather than phone. You can visibly (laughs) see people go, that's not what I wanted to hear. You're supposed to say, yes, for £100, I can get you 1,000 customers and make you a million pounds in revenue. But we can't do that. However, there's a lot of people out there who are saying they can. And I think that is why you need to question anybody who says they're going to deliver results that are too good to be true, right? So is there anything you wanted to add about the no like, and trust sort of cycle or process at all, Adam? I think very quickly, if I I could spend a pound and get five pounds back, then I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing now um, because ultimately I'd have found a system to print money and therefore, you know, I wouldn't need ads. I think the, the fundamental thing here is that ads... They need that, that that kind of the infrastructure behind them, as you say, to go from from no to like to trust. Mm. And if you've been working on the no and the like for the past six months, the trust element is suddenly a lot easier. Yeah. Um, and then it is just about getting people onto the site, and that's where ads fits in very well. And I think just very quickly, certainly this year, I've definitely seen that companies who have been investing in SEO over the past several years are the ones who have benefited the most out of this this year because mm. they've had that kind of they've had the resilience and that and that structure in place where people are constantly coming to their site every month for free because they are um they're just finding it through google for the podcast listeners there the free was inverted commas because obviously (laughs) seo does come with a a slight cost to it um where you are investing in kind of the on-site uh content and the kind of the content writing costs and the the kind of pr side of things so there is a cost there but ultimately you know that final click when then someone is googling for you is, is much cheaper than it would be with a google ad I, I think, think also if of... you've got a relevant question answered yeah, with your exactly. page, it, 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 there's, there's that subconscious thing of feeling like the page you've just read has answered your question. So even going beyond, beyond that little technical link of, well, I typed it into the Google and I got the result and being that winning result, if you can then also get someone to trust you because you've answered the question, then it's a double yeah. win for SEO. It's two ticks in the box, isn't it? Because it's like, well, A, you won the click for free. And B, you actually converted the person from thinking one thing into another thing, which builds trust or gets to help help customers get to like you. So I'm going to do another video on this at some point. Um, but one example, if you want a good example of this in the e-commerce space of how to do this really well, is Patch Plants. So Patch, they launched probably about 2017, I think, um, because they couldn't find any kind of decent online retailers locally in London that were doing online delivery. And since then, they've taken on investment and invested a lot in the site. And they've just kind of gone national, I think, in the past six months or so. 
but their product pages are a really good example where that no like and trust elements are addressed all on that one page. Mm. They're not relying on any external advertising necessarily to try and get people onto the site to, to build that trust. Um, you know, they, they've got everything there. Their Google ads are just bringing people onto the site who will then yeah. kind of go into their, their, their funnel, for lack of a better word, or, hmm. you know, their kind of brand awareness to understand what their, their sites what they're purchasing and it answers all of the questions and it addresses all of the, the hesitancy and the pain points there because it is empathetic as a website rather mm. than just being, I've got a thing and I really want you to buy it. That's not gonna work. Um, yeah. And ultimately that's what people who, have, who are doing Google ads are doing, or people who are coming to Google ads or Facebook ads as a, as a response is they're normally doing it out of panic rather than out of empathy for the customer. Um, and I think that's kind of where it falls down a little bit is because you're doing it for you uh, rather than for a reason that is it fits into a greater marketing strategy, or at least that's been my experience mm. of people who have been asking about it. Yeah, I think so. Uh, and I think thinking about doing that on page, I think for e-commerce, that's really good because you, you can handle objections. You can tell yeah. your story, you can add value, you can sell the benefits and you can uh, essentially make a compelling offer all on one page. And people are perfectly willing to, 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 to make that decision right there and then. For people who are looking at a longer term consideration or a, a bigger investment, maybe you're investing for something for a team of people, so you're yeah. actually looking at several thousand pounds worth of purchase or ongoing commitment, um, and you need to build a relationship, um, something that um, uh, entrepreneur, author, Daniel Priestley talks about is um, the 7-11-4 rule. So 7-11-4 is seven hours of content, so you need to have seven hours of watching, listening, or reading all about your business and how it helps across 11 touch points. So that can be the same thing, but 11 times. So seven hours, 11 times on four different channels. And that is what it takes to get someone from stranger to customer for a consideration purchase. Now that sounds like an awful lot, right? But actually when you think about it, it's not actually that unreasonable. If you think about it, if you ever purchased a car new or secondhand, how much time did you spend researching it? Definitely more than seven hours, right? You know, if you've ever purchased a new boiler or a new computer or mm. a new phone, for example, you will have spent about seven hours looking at it. You probably will have looked and researched about 11 times and you probably will have, you know, noticed it on four different channels. You might have seen some ads on Instagram. You may have, you know, seen a review someone's posted or a, a, a video someone's done on YouTube, a blog, a review. So actually this 7-11-4 feels like a lot, but actually for a lot of businesses, this is just what is required to get someone from from that, from that stranger to customer. So mm. I think it's definitely something we do as a business. We put a lot of time into making a lot of content to try and get that seven hours up. Um, and you know, 11 touch points is just about being there all the time, being regular and consistent and four platforms as well, website, email, Instagram, LinkedIn, done, done. that's four. Um, throw a podcast in, it's five, bam, five touch points, imagine that. You know, we're already out, we're, we're, we're already upping the, the time. So it, it, isn't, it isn't the answer for the I need quick results, but I think you need to take a step back. If you're in a position where you need quick results, look at why you need quick results. Is it because everybody who's coming to your business is the wrong fit? 
Can they not afford what you buy? Are they keep haggling on price? Do they not understand what you're selling? If so, how can you help them understand that before you have that sales conversation? Start making that content. If everybody comes to you and says, oh, do you know what? The thing you're selling is really expensive. It's because they don't see the value. They don't understand why it is it's so expensive. Because what you sell is undoubtedly too cheap. It always is. I've never met a business who's too expensive. I've always found businesses that are way too cheap. And all it is is people say you're expensive because they're comparing you to something that's awful. So you need yeah. to help them understand why you're so reassuringly cheap rather than so unbelievably expensive, right? You need to reframe that with the customer. Maybe it's people just don't understand what you sell. Are you just rabbiting on about features? Should it be benefits? There's loads of different things to look at. And I think ultimately the uncomfortable question that businesses need to ask themselves rather than how can I get quick results is why are people not buying what I'm selling? I think that's a really good summary, essentially. And that's definitely something that one of my clients kind of we've come to is that we're spending quite a lot of money on Facebook ads and they're just not the conversions weren't mm. increasing. So not even looking at Facebook tracking or analytics tracking, just looking at the trend of that product over those four months. Um, it didn't, didn't move at all. But I think, as you say, we've come to the realisation now that one, our conversion rate isn't particularly great for it anyway. And how can we address that? And two, the reason is, is because we're not aligned with what people are wanting to buy, um, or at least the messaging isn't there. And mm. as you say, we get a lot of comments on, oh, it's too expensive. And it's like, well, you're either the wrong customer or we're doing a very bad job at defining the value or probably both, which I think is the actual answer is that, mm. yeah, there's not that alignment there. So I think that's a really good summary point in terms of just the... yeah. It's not yeah. the, it's not the answer you want to hear, but it is the probably the correct answer in the mm. fact that, yeah. But I mean, you sort your business out. You know, I've been running businesses for, for years, and it's always yeah. the point that either a business coach or my business partner, Ben says to me every time, he's like, flip the thinking. It's just yeah. it's it's always you have to flip it to the uncomfortable truth. And the uncomfortable truth is, if you need quick sales, it's because you're selling the wrong thing. It's not yeah. the sales bit isn't the problem. It's probably, more than likely, it's what you're selling and how you're describing it. Like the offer isn't being communicated. So focus on that, make small changes to this, and then talk about them. And that should bring you more of the right people. Um, obviously, we could talk for days and days and days about this. Um, you know, we could, um, and, and, and sometimes we do. So I think for this podcast, it's probably enough for now. But I would love to hear if you are at the point of thinking, I need ads, and you think your product is absolutely rock solid, and your price is right, mm. and the value is right, and you're selling it, but you just need ads. Do get in touch, because we'd love to hear about it. Um, I'd love to take a look at it and, and, and see. Um, uh, also, I think, um, yeah, it'd be worth, I'd, I'd also like to see whether you, are able to um if you're struggling with your ads as well that would also be another good yeah. point because sometimes we can we can just jump in and take a look and say oh actually yeah you're doing this thing wrong you're doing that thing wrong so do feel free to get in touch with us if you are especially, still struggling especially any e-commerce businesses please do just send me a link to your website and i'll do like a little loom video mm -hmm. recording um of some feedback of what initially i don't like about it yes <laughs> it'd be quite harsh but i quite enjoy doing them so yeah, Adam's Adam's mini reviews on Loom are amazing. Um, yeah. Yes, I, I've I've actually got a inquiry from a customer uh, who had had one of Adam's uh, reviews, and they were just like, "Okay, I've been told I need to do this, this, this," and I thought that sounds like Adam to me. And they're like, "Yeah, this guy <laughs> sent me a video and told me what to do." 
I was like, there you go. That's exactly what you need to do. So yes, they are they are very good. I would highly recommend them. So do get in touch with them Thank if you. you would like a uh, a mini takedown of your site and what to do about it. Um, Yes, so uh, I hope you have enjoyed and found this podcast uh, useful. If you have, then please give us a subscribe on wherever you are listening or watching. It helps us be discovered by more people. The more subscribers we get, the more uh, the platform you're listening on will share us with other listeners who think they might like us too. Um, Feel free to refer us to your customers, your friends, um, (laughs) but not your competitors. So there we go. Uh, Do subscribe, and until next time, we'll see you later. Thank you, everyone. Bye. Bye.